Well, here we are. This is day one. Uh, how you feel? Uh, equal parts scared, equal parts um, excited. Um, I mean, it's... I thought I knew what the meaning of surreal was before today. <laughs> All right, so here we are in the uh, inaugural recording session for Studio Udio. Studio Udio. What'd you say? Studio Udio. What was that? Because <laughs> that was our first conversation yeah, about like yeah. how we might market and talk about the... Yeah. I just thought that that was funny. Like somebody say, hey, I've just recorded something in Studio Udio. And you're like, what? What'd you say? It's called Studio Udio. What? What did you say? It's called Studio Udio. Studio Udio. So we're going to talk about that? Um, yeah, I think we're going to talk about our journey getting here. All right, well, first off, let's talk about what it is. Studio Udio really is a, what I see to be almost a um, Airbnb version for people to find a uh, place to record. There's 7 billion people on this planet. There's more than enough room for everyone to have an audience if they want one. The difficult part is the access and the, the knowledge and the how-to. And we just spent the last however many months, you know, figuring out the how-to, like how to do this, how to build a podcast studio that would be, that we could use to market. Ultimately, it was the originally thought it was just, just to solve a business problem, <laughs> add more dollars to our, to our business that we're in while at the same time leveraging it to make more money on it. That's kind of ultimately what it came down to. But then there's the, the overall greater purpose of access. Uh, yeah, yeah. Just uh, lowering the bar for access. Absolutely. Yeah. Not everybody can go out and, like, compete with Ford, unless you're Tesla or Rivian or whatever. But, like, as an example, barriers to entry, like, the biggest barrier is the how and like what all do you need and and so we're gonna do it right and we're gonna make it available to everybody but we're gonna be thoughtful about it because we want studios to each have character and the thought behind them you know all we'll right get, we'll get there all right, all right. <laughs> but today's our first this is, today's our first day to actually create a podcast all right yeah and um i'm feeling comfortable it's uh it's the midlife pivot midlife pivot Here i mean that's what we've been talking that's it's been the overarching thing for at least a while. Right. I still, uh, I like the name. I think it encompasses what, what's going on here. That's the midlife pivot. Yeah. That's for me, it's been more just about a lot of different things, really. Personally, professionally. Because I didn't take a leap of faith you know, a couple of years ago and then like, running straight on straight into a pandemic and just trying to figure out like how how we're all going to exist and survive all of it it's been a hard couple of years uh, oh yeah i think yeah we've all been through something in the past uh, two years right <laughs> yeah yeah no doubt for us i mean it's been trying to figure out how we are going to what we're going to become and taking the the relative comfort of this plateau that we're in business-wise and to spring forward and do something different. All right. So 
not quite deciding what we want to be when we grow up, but uh, it's not far <laughs> off. I'm a lot happier now today than I was three years ago. That's for sure. Yeah, but you can't make me grow up. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, so midlife pivot. We're going to talk about it. For me, me personally, it's just been a culminative period of um, almost a full-on reconciliation between who I thought I was, where I've where I've come from. And then recognizing that I have the ability to be able to do different things and and ultimately become the best version of myself down the road. Like, it's not been without its hiccups and trials, but almost just really just kind of redefining myself as a human being, purpose, direction. What do I want to be known for aside from being a father or anything else just like seizing the opportunity to do something different for my for myself for a change well i mean you're tiktok famous you got that <laughs> i have 41,990 <laughs> followers oh, dedicated fans <laughs> it's the proof that anybody can have an audience absolutely i mean that was that was kind of your your idea that's where it came from uh, the fact that you as a a relative nobody as far as you know the TikTok world goes you jumped out there uh, I think I, I had a lot of people say that I couldn't and that's always a driving factor for me anybody anytime somebody says no you can't that that, that eats at me oh yeah I, I think uh yeah I think I think I'm like that as well that's no is the first is is a green light for me I've learned a ton being on that platform, though, just about everything, a lot about talent more than anything else, and just how unbelievably available it is to a greater audience. Uh, yeah, just how many truly talented people there are out there. They are everywhere. Oh, I see what I did. I messed up. Uh, I'm I starting just, to move around. I, so. can move the, I can move the camera to uh, adjust for your comfort level. I'm just trying to think of what makes more sense, like naturally, naturally, like you and I talking. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. Uh, okay. I didn't want to move it too much because then you're off uh, off the green screen. Yeah. Or the green wall. I don't. I think it's the green monster. We could call it the green monster, <laughs> Boston. We're just going to talk about everything. Is where we're uh, going. Uh, yeah, yeah. We've got the intent know. behind the midlife pivot is not only to be conversational about like big stuff, but also to be you know conversational about what we're doing here, this process to build this out, and just to be fluid. Right. I think that's that's our, our format is no format. It's 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 a podcast it's about podcasts, <laughs> <laughs> and I I don't know. If the one thing that's I know nothing about podcasts, so that's like that's the crazy part about this. I have no knowledge of podcasts. I don't listen to them. Um, I don't have time. Yeah, yeah, we can't we can't really admit that, can we? I, I, mean, I think we I think it's being honest. I, I, I think I, I listen to one podcast, but not, <laughs> not but not with any. <laughs> but Matt, listen, listen to this though, Matt. I went out onto TikTok and not knowing anything about it, and I was able to develop a following of forty two thousand people. I think I think podcasts we could probably have a similar. Uh, I think if we, you know, just like our the business model for Studio Udio, 
we stay true to ourselves and have our own voice. Authentic and authenticity, authenticity. Is the key. And, and if you're authentic, that's what's always going to sell. That right. will never go out of fashion. Right. And then it's just a matter of getting that getting that voice out in front of the right people to gain your audience. Our difficult challenge is going to be getting into a format that's consistent every single time so that people know what they're going to listen to over time. You know what I mean? That would be the whole reason behind understanding how format, how, how podcasts really work, but we'll get there. Uh, well, okay, not not knowing what they're going to listen to, but at least when to, when to look for the next recording. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I think... But what we can, the, what's going to help us is that we're going to, with having the studio, right, and having people come and rent this space and understanding what kind of content they're, they're planning on sharing with all the different mediums, I, I think, I think this makes sense. Do you know what I mean? Uh, well, because we're going to be able to learn from them just as much as they're going to be able to learn from us. Oh, I hope so. I'm just not afraid. I'm just not, really not afraid to fail. Uh, yeah. And, I'm and not, I don't care what anybody thinks, really. I'm, and I'm not afraid to learn. Um, I don't think anybody's going to say that we don't have any talent. I mean, they could. It, it, it's, it's, yeah, the talent's there. We just, uh, are we applying it right? That's, that's, that's when, have we adapted to our newest situation correctly? Right. Well, we're going to sure find out. Yep. All right. I've got a, a timer running, so I know how long we've run. I don't know. Would, did we determine the ideal length of a podcast? I don't know. I think um, I think something I saw recently said something like either an hour or two hours. All right. Well, I I think uh, I don't think we'll have a problem filling an hour. How long has it been already? Honestly, yeah, ten minutes. Ten minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I've been talking for four days. It's funny how when you're doing this for real. It creates an anxiety, but it's the fear of not being good enough. Do you know what I mean? Like, hey, I can't. We one number one. We're actually we're actually doing this. This is actually being recorded. And a number one, just for everybody's awareness, this is inside of a body shop. We built a studio inside of a body shop. I, I think we should probably talk about that. Um, yeah, because I know you know, just. Not 20 feet away, there's somebody grinding at a fender. Well, in the background, really the background story is this, and I think anybody that wants to, that's going to listen to this needs to know really the background. So we didn't even say who our names are. First off, my name's Ken Allison, and this is Matt Miller. Uh, yeah, uh, hi, Matt. I'm Ken, just so everybody knows. <laughs> Probably should have started off with that. Okay, so. Anyway, but that, Matt, I mean, we're, we're already down the road now, so we might as well just keep going. Yeah. It's kind of Matt, right? Right, right. It's too too late for the introductions. We'll do that next time. So, but how the studio came to be is that we have excess space inside of our body shop. I own a body shop, and the body shop has been distressed because of the pandemic and, you know, just volumes and craziness in Illinois. And I thought, hey, along the way, we started getting in, spending a lot of time in social media, and I I've been given a lot of thought behind starting a podcast, but making sure that we had something meaningful to talk about, i.e. the midlife pivot, i.e. how did I get here from way back there? You know, very talking about very personal things. And we thought, Hey, but what good, like what happens if, what happens if my podcast isn't successful? You know, there's some risk there because we're, we're not in the interest of losing anymore. We've lost a lot over the last, you know, year or two. And so, 
we want to create something, the, the space, right? We're going to leverage it. So we're going to say, hey, well, we'll just invite other creators to come in and record, you know, and give them their raw content, right? I mean, that's kind of why we're here. Uh, yeah, yeah, we're trying to find the people that want a voice. But Matt, ultimately, we work together, and Matt's basically like, you know, the jack of all trades and kind of just makes everything just happen. We say, let's come up with a great idea and let's figure out how to do it. And that's what studio audio has been. It's been just, it's just an idea that says, Hey, let's just do it. And next thing you know, we've got a bunch of microphones and <laughs> a studio uh, space that's built out. I'm not, I, I think for, for first, first time for a beta run on a studio, I think this is pretty tight. I, Knowing where we come from, I mean, yeah, for, it's inside of a body shop, right? Yeah, <laughs> there's people gr- like I have guys out there grinding on cars right now. Yeah, and uh, and it's it's comfortable. It'll be interesting to see what the actually understand like or hear what the end product sounds like. Do you know what I mean? Um, yeah, it should be real close to what you're hearing in your studio headphones. The crazy the crazy part is that, that this really didn't cost a ton of money. On in the grand scheme of things, it's not, but it's it's more than somebody who. All right, if if you were just if you're trying to build this inside your house, yeah, it's gonna be expensive. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's for a for a potential hobby for a you know for for somebody that's doesn't you know hasn't really built a following yet that's just getting started. Right. Yeah, I think that's uh, we're doing that for them. It's a it's it's a big leap there for someone to take, and that's that's why we did it. I.e. the access studio audio. That's what this is all about. All about again, right? Right. I mean, we we got to. I mean, we probably need to say that at least four or five times. Oh uh, yeah. Well, and uh, for the for the video portion of it, we'll have it on screen. Just studio audio <laughs> flash. <laughs> yeah. is, is the video studio version just going to be us sitting here like this? It's just going to be you. Yeah. I think we probably need to have you in here too, though. Uh, well, we need to have another camera going. We that's well, if we're going for you know vodcasting. What. Vod, Vod, oh yeah, video, video casting, yeah, or, yeah, you know, a podcast with video, sure, but just the audio. I'm yeah. just hoping to uh, grab some some video footage to to leverage and use other places. That you know, that's part of the marketing side of it. Wait, can you imagine what kind of stuff people are going to come in here and talk about? Um, I hope everything. <laughs> I hope so too. I hope I learned something. And then be able to rep them almost, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, 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 and you know, get them, have them record their podcast, and then invite them back and sit here in the guest chair and uh, talk with you about their podcast. And then that's that. There it is. That's the uh, the podcast about podcast. We're podcasting, so podcasting joint. It is kind of a unique idea. I I think so. I hope so. I think it's, that's good. I don't, hope's not a strategy, but I think it's a good. <laughs> I think it's a great idea. I think it works. It's built on hope, but there's yeah, there is there's there's, no, a, there's some some solid research behind it. There's, I, there's some research. Nothing that we do is necessarily solid. We're generally working with Jello and staplers. That's it, it's a good stapler. Yeah. <laughs> you got the red swing line and a lot of spaghetti against the, against the wall. That's oh yeah, that's 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 been our mantra. Throw it against the wall and see what sticks. We've done a lot of stuff with that approach, though. Uh, yeah, this this studio. But even just think about how we got here. I mean, if you think about from when you came on board, were we was that before the pandemic or after the pandemic? Um, it was 
during the pandemic. Was it during the pandemic? Yeah. Uh, it's like, yeah, crazy long time ago. It seems like yeah, the the pandemic is what uh, had me fed up with where I was. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine if you'd still stayed there? If you'd been there now? Uh, well, I know what I, uh, today I'd be uh, packing up an office and moving to a new one. <laughs> <laughs> Only Move. because that that business is is moving offices and locations, not. No, I I don't think that space over there was the right space for it. Anyway, that I don't know that I don't want to digress too much on that. Oh, right, but right, yeah. We don't we don't need to lend any any more airtime. Oh yeah, for sure. That that part of my life. Anyway, though, but since we've done that, we we basically put kept all the businesses that we had the two the body shop, the two bar restaurants, or the two bars, and um, the consulting practice. Kind of like just did a lot of different social media stuff to keep everything moving. Um, yeah, and well, I guess pulling those businesses up allowed you to stop your accounting service, your accounting system. Yeah, do the accounting work. Yeah, so you didn't have to do that anymore. I hated doing that, by the way. It was literally, especially at the end, the last two years of doing tax work was just like, like I'd rather... I'd rather drag a hot knife across my face. Like I just, just didn't want to do it. Like it, <laughs> I've never felt more anxiety about work than than that than that work presented. Well, it's a, it's it's really a shame that uh, when you're self-employed and you dread going to work. Y- yeah, when you don't want to do that work anymore, you just don't want to deal <coughs> with. You just don't want to deal with the com- what comes with it. All right. So yeah. And we were so able to so we dump that, dump that, and had to uh, shut the doors on the downtown oh, bar. Yeah, a max, which was awful, but we learned a ton from it. Was able to repurpose a lot of the stuff. Had a lot of nice, have a nice, a lot of nice stuff down there. Uh, yeah, yeah, it was decorated great stuff that we're gonna, that we will still be able to reuse. Still got a lot of it laying around. Yeah, uh, yeah. If anybody uh, needs five hundred bar glasses, <laughs> drop us a line. And uh, need some old expired. No, I can't even say the old expired liquor and beer. It's I just I bad. Even dump yeah, it out. Yeah, that, that, yeah we could just, <laughs> just waste. I think we have to use it for pickling or something. Colossal waste of money. Yeah, anyway, it is what it is. But yeah, but we learned from that, and we can give I a lot. We can give a lot of that stuff away to charity things. The, a lot of bourbon and whatnot that we have lying around. Make up some gift baskets. Yeah, or some that's that's what si- we'll do with silent that. auctions. Yeah, we could do it for the uh, for the ride. For the ride, yeah, no, for sure. I mean, we need to build another wheelbarrow. We build a we built a wheelbarrow for a couple non for profits that we've done. We basically take a wheelbarrow from a, from Menards or Lowe's and then paint it. You know, like like a tricked out <laughs> tricked out fire engine red or black or hot charcoal rod, gray, hot rod flames and. Fill it with liquor. Fill it with liquor. I think it's just a, it's a great utility. It's a great way to do stuff. Uh, the last one was um, be charitable. Had the uh, the the bed coating on it too. Yeah. Well, we gave it to another like another business owner, and we had um, had it colored, have it, have it painted with their with their colors. It was like purple and green. It was super cool. Yeah. Anyway, it does give us more opportunity to do that stuff. So we. We, well, we also ran a political campaign. Remember that? 
Yeah, yeah, I remember that. This, this is what you get. This is what you got when you decide to come work for me. All right, but still, okay. That is crazy. Coming, <laughs> coming in late. You will not. Coming in so late to the game with no no budget. I think you spent a, a total of two thousand dollars. Most of the money was most of it was just my money. I spent like I think total spend might have been maybe five or six grand, but like okay. most of it was my money. Well, yeah, that, and that's what that was the whole thing you were doing. About forty five hundred, probably six, maybe forty five hundred to five grand was my yeah. money personally. Does that include any of the fees you had to, or is that? Oh hell, I don't know. It was it wasn't it wasn't like a huge significant dollar exchange by any extreme. Right. Yeah. So but I think you know, external contributions might have been like five hundred bucks. It was something very very small. Uh, yeah. Maybe six hundred. So you know, one billboard. Oh yeah, yeah. We did buy a billboard. Couple, a couple hundred yard signs. <laughs> And uh, a lot of a lot of walking around. Yeah, a lot of walking around. I did a lot of walking. But but okay, you're up against a, a 20 year incumbent, mm-hmm. and running on a, a third uh, as a third party. Yeah, and still took 14 percent. No, 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 not the high. It was four four point oh. four and a half percent. I seem to remember. Which is still that. a lot. I seem to remember it was better than that. But I was, it was because I think five percent is what they needed to be able to solidify that party. Oh yeah, wow. and, I, and I just missed it. Okay, but still four and a half still percent of the vote. Four and a half percent of the yeah, vote. That's that lets you know you're viable as a and, candidate. And you had you were working in twenty percent of the campaign time as yeah. everyone else. So yeah, because that was a late to the entry type thing. Just you gotten fed up. Yeah, that's what happens when you don't answer the phone. When Ken calls. Oh, yeah, that's he, right. Right. That's all I... That's upset. Like, why Why? Why is nobody doing anything? This is... Everybody's... This is terrible. The pandemic is going to crush all small businesses. It's terrible. Whether it did or not, that doesn't matter. The, the reality is it, that was upset, and I decided to call our state state reps and got a guy that hadn't checked his voicemail in a hot minute and didn't bother to respond. And otherwise been vacant. And I started looking at his record, and it's like the guy has been just literally a, a, a carcass of a human being in the state legislature for state legislature for like twenty years. You know, and it's like, dude, seriously, this is the best you got. This is the best you've given us in twenty years. I mean, like, I I could stack up the the things I've done the last five months, and I feel like it would still be. <laughs> Comparable to his twenty-year tenure as a as a state legislator, I th- well, I think it has made a, a greater impact on the on your on your local community. What do you mean? Uh, I think you have made a greater impact on your local p- community in the last five months than um, the uh, the current legislator. Oh, he's, well, he's well since decided to announce his retirement. Oh, he's, is yeah, he's retired, But aside so. from that, yeah, no, for sure, he's been absolutely. A shell of a human. Right. I don't mean that. I don't mean that in a bad way. I'm sure he's a nice enough gentleman, but the reality is that, like, come on. No, no. What I'm what what I'm saying is, what you've done in the last five months, between um, you know the different charities, the volunteer work, and 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 what you have sacrificed in order to make to keep your businesses running, yeah. I think has made a greater impact. I don't know. I don't know how much I feel like I've sacrificed personally. Uh, how much of a how much of a paycheck do you draw from your businesses? Well, that's not. <laughs> I mean, zero. What what I get from what I get from the businesses is less about the money that I make versus 
taking care of more people at the end of the day. I think a lot of, a lot of people go through their entire life hating their work and hating their jobs or hating their careers because either a, who they work for or who they're working with or who they're going home to or any number of reasons. There could be a thousand reasons why somebody's not happy about what they do for a living. But life is incredibly short and I've had a lot of people that I've worked for and worked with that I found to be intolerable. All right. So, well, that's just what I'm saying that you, you have sacrificed for your businesses. Well, that's the right thing to do. Well, yeah. Yeah. And you don't see it as a sacrifice because that's not, that's not how you look at, that's not why you're in business and that's not why you're working aside from, you know, keeping a roof over your head. And in truth, I wouldn't have it any other way. Right. I, I, if, if somebody were to say, Hey, Kim, would you want to get the, would you want to, would you want to revisit the last three years minus the pandemic? And I would, I would say no. In truth, okay, which okay. might surprise you. Oh, okay, I, okay, I'm, I'm taking that as an, meaning you have gained more than you think you lost. Oh, I mean, what's well, a lot of times when you go through that, you have like those. It's happened to a lot of people. You know, the the pandemic put a great deal of pressure on people. And put a lot of pressure, and all of a sudden they start doing things that they didn't think they were capable of. Um, yeah, I think you know it, um, the people that were able to adapted, or the people or, or people were forced to adapt, changed, and are now uh, hopefully better. I don't know if they are. I I, I feel like I am. Okay. Yeah. You know, there there are people out there, you know, who actually experienced, you know, losing people. Oh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. And don't let me minimize that. Yeah, because that's certainly, you know, but has to be top of mind. Right. Yeah. I, you know, you and I did not directly know someone who, who, who was, who was no longer with us. No, but in a fair amount of like being able to kind of question like none of the data, none of the information. And I don't never felt comfortable that anything anyone ever said over the last three years has, has been remotely true. Uh, and I, well, let me rephrase that. It doesn't matter who's talking about what, it doesn't matter what side of the fence you're on. All of it just feels suspect. It just feels, it just, it, it feels suspect in so far that, you know, what constituted a COVID death was or wasn't. Like, and I don't, and this is not what this is about. You uh, know what I mean? All right. Yeah. And that's, and I don't think, I think we're going to really try to avoid those deeper discussions here, but you know, because I think you can, you can get into an opinion, like, you can get an opinion hot, hot, fast. Uh, like nobody wants to nobody's, I, nobody cares what my opinion really is because I don't even know what my opinion is really because it varies from day to day because every day you hear something that's compelling. I'd say it, it was difficult to know what to trust because everything seemed to be weighted towards an agenda. Oh, everybody In was one, political. One way or another. Everybody's political, and, and it's it, awful. And it, it, it's, a, it's a, it's, that's the, the biggest tragedy was that this whole pandemic thing became a political. I feel like just honestly that nobody was saying anything that was truthful to them. Like, I don't feel like anyone was really coming out and saying anything that was original, like an original thought. It felt like everybody was parroting just hey, this is what I heard, so I'm just going to go ahead and die on this hill about it. You know, versus having an original thought. You know, and that's the part that I find to be most troubling, but I feel like that's why this here makes so much sense. 
Because the truth is on the ground. The truth is not what we're seeing in TV. The truth is not what we're seeing in movies. The truth is not what we're seeing or hearing in music. Or, I mean, there's elements. But that's not the truth. The ground truth is where the people are at. And I think that this access, this, this, this could change people's perspective. It has in my context, in the con- it, using TikTok and as, a, as an example, where there's just a, an, an endless ticker symbol of people that are just constantly putting out whatever they think is, you know, relevant to them. You know, everybody's trying to find their, their niche, if you will, on TikTok. But I think over time, the, those that are going to be the most successful, the ones that speak to the most truth, speak to their truth, you know, because it's, it's undeniable. It's not, it's not necessarily an opinion. It's just, this is the way they see their world. And uh, we need more of that. All right. It's uh, a reflection of their own demographic, of their, world, their own of location, their, their own experiences, their own perspective. You know, right. you, you have all these people that, you know, that have all these opinions, but they've never left the four walls of their house. Well, okay. But then the, those opinions are their perspective. For sure. But if you can see that over the greater tapestry of people, you know, then maybe, maybe that might all of us be a little bit more kind to each other. I don't know. Just kind of my thought. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, we don't necessarily want to dive too far into all that. No, no, no. That's going to just flood our comments with uh, (laughs) everybody hating everybody. (laughs) And that's that's not what this is about. That's certainly not what this is about. No, we can, we could talk about lighter things and, and then. To, uh, to you know, disagree, agree about, you know. Yeah. Because we could start an argument over coffee if you want. <laughs> yeah. I think people are, in, I think people are, I think people are grossly inclined to argue on a regular basis. Uh, I think, okay, that is one of the things that the, uh, the internet has, has, has brought out in people is their proclivity to argue I feel like it's trimming. What do you mean? Uh, like I, I feel like I feel like people are starting to see through it a little bit. You know, I think over the last handful of years, five, really since 2015, 14, 15, 16, you know, there was a lot of um, a lot of words being thrown out to shock people to grab their attention. And you can a lot of you see it a lot of times in headlines. You know, you read this headline that just sounds like what, and then you read it and it's like, oh, that doesn't even make sense. Like I understand why you said that, but that's really not the context of the article. You know, and I think people speak in that same way. Well, yeah, they say something that literally has a a soundbite, and we know this, right? Yeah, yeah. But there's this nativity that where people are just like, oh, well, I'm just going to accept that as being the truth of the gospel, and it's not. But so I think the trimming of that is that people are starting to say, hey, let's not argue about this stuff so much as it's we're arguing about a headline, we're arguing about a statement versus arguing the truth. Um, well, does that make sense? It, it does, and I think I think face to face, people are more more inclined to do that, but. Going back on on in the comic section comments section of a video or a post, yeah, people are ugly. No, and people get really aggressive. Yeah, because or they get they get a lot bigger. On, they get a lot bigger on the internet oh, behind oh, yeah. their computer. Oh, yeah, the keyboard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen that a little bit on 
TikTok, but I, I but I don't get that much hate really on TikTok. Wow, that's because you keep your content light. Yeah, no, I keep it pretty straightforward. Yeah, yeah but it's it, really it's not content. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you call. I don't know. I don't really know what you call my content. I don't really know what you call my niche. Uh, fan service. I, I don't. I don't. I, I don't know. Uh, really, it just comes down to what I find to be the most enjoyable on there is just being able to find music that I haven't heard in a long time and find interesting ways or music that I've never heard before um, or music that I've heard, re- heard, but I never spent any time to get to know. As an example, like, I don't know, three, four years ago, I had never heard um, Nas's Illmatic before. And I got tuned into it, and I didn't put it down for a solid probably nine months. And I listed it on repeat every single day. And the crazy part is that, like, music, I don't really hear the meaning of words because the words always just kind of feel more mel- more melodic to me. I'm like, I don't, I don't, if you were to ask me what any given song means, I have no idea. Anytime where somebody says, hey, here's a song, listen to this, this means something, I like it's lost on me. I just don't mentally feel like I have the ability to understand what music means, unless somebody tells me. Anyway, I listen to that, and it's just beautifully orchestrated, and the sound and the story behind it, and just understanding kind of like you know, that had never really happened to me before, where I'd listen to something repeatedly every day, <laughs> and then I started finding new work, new albums that I had never heard before. That you know from way back when. And so what I like about TikTok is it allows you to be able to use those sounds that are common that people have heard. Um, but and just kind of showing people how they make me feel. Uh, that's really it. Well, yeah. And that's, I think that that is your, your, your niche is, um, I don't know, uh, kind of just showing your, showing your emotion and, Having some fun with it. Yeah, sharing the kindness. Being goofy. Which I'm not, mm, not by any means a professionally trained anything, so. Well, no, no. Accounting, I, I could do it, but that's certainly not very sexy on uh, on TikTok. No, but I think you could, you could hold <laughs> your own. Here's how you that. prepare your common tent for it. <laughs> Here's how it, you could... Uh, <laughs> You could hold your own at a wedding reception. I, that was your goal. I see. A, I, <laughs> I just want to be respected <laughs> at a wedding reception. But I mean, I see people all the time, like they're talking about higher level, like accounting stuff and business strategy stuff and stuff that I spent 20 years doing, like, you know, whether or not you should have an LLC or an S corp or what those things mean and what payroll taxes are and how that happens. And, you know, but none of it's interesting to me anymore. Just to me, it's, you know, we get too bent out of shape about the money. All right, I'm going to... Unless we're about the purpose. Yeah. I'm going to put the studio to a test here. I'm going to okay. get up, walk out of the room, and grab a cup of coffee, and then come back, and we'll see you. All right, right on. And then you can entertain yourself for a minute. Sounds good. Are you going to open the door? Leave it open? That's up to you. gonna go and go get himself a cup of coffee and then I'll probably use the bathroom just take a little break studio udio ladies and gentlemen this is the first inaugural podcast recording
We make absolutely zero warranties. <laughs> zero presumptions. We don't know what this is going to be, but we think it's going to be hot. As an admin note, when you've... And let me know if mine has done this at all, where you come away like this. Come away like this, you know? Back and forth. I've, I've heard you do that a couple of times, so just be thoughtful. Uh, yeah, I've uh, I've caught myself and picked it up on the monitors here, where if I turn away a little bit too much from this mic. Yeah. But these are the mics that I see people use, just so you know. Um, I'm... So far, I'm very happy with the mics. I think maybe uh, some pop filters. At the very least, it'll help us gauge how close we are to the mic. Yeah, I think that would be. I don't know how this sounds to me or to you. I feel like it sounds okay. It sounds like you. Really? Yeah. I know. It's hearing your own voice played back to you. It never sounds right. I'm not really sure what to think of it. To be honest with you, I'm not to think. I'm not sure what to think about all of this. Moving around so I can look at you while I speak. I feel like with the remember how we talked about with the table part. Thinking about how the table should be arranged in here. You know, should we? We're kind of limited because this is wider or longer than it is wide. So we want to be able to have a face to face, but we also want to be able to have a green screen. We want to be able to just kind of like so this understand this is a very template ass this is you know a 60 percent, 70 percent solution do we think an actual studio audio would look like where somebody actually spends you know we we did this on a shoestring budget <coughs> excuse me take a couple people that like have some actual cash to displace you know they could turn this into a very very as long as it stays along in line with the scope of what we're trying to do um, yeah, yeah, I think, yeah. Well, yeah, I think the next, the next studio, I would, I, w- I would definitely do it differently. Well, I think that, and I think the beauty of like an Airbnb style, right, where the studios can be located in different areas, right, where the owner of that real estate can build that studio where they're not necessarily in line. They're not really interested in becoming a, a studio entrepreneur per se, but they want to have, they want to utilize their space more effectively. And draw just you know cash flow. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it. I think it's a little more than um, like a bed and break or, or that type of thing where it, it's going to require a little more input from the from the property owner. Somebody has to has to man the studio. Yeah, we'll figure that out. We got to figure that for ourselves. Um, yeah, yeah, we got to figure out how to do that. So like right now, I can't tell if it's, there's like one part that I, w- I want to be able to people hear me, but I'll, I don't want people to hear my breathing necessarily. Yeah, I think, again, that that's where that, f- that that pop filter will come in a little bit. It'll help cover some of that, and then it'll give you a guide of how close your microphone is. And one thing I know, should the microphone be facing this way, or should it be more vertical, or do you know? Directly at you. Just like this? Yeah. Okay, perfect. It's almost because it comes out a cone. I gotcha. Let me just, I'm just going to loosen this up a little bit. See what this does. All of this microphone adjustment is what we should have been doing 
before. Well, we probably should have just sat here for like 15 minutes talking before we started recording. That kind of did. No, we did, but we weren't really paying attention to it. And we were still in that, okay. Um, we Over time, this is going to get more organic and more thought. More, We're going to get into a better rhythm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, maybe maybe even make some notes on something that we could make, bring up during the during a recession during a session yeah maybe next week we'll talk about uh maybe uh more of a, a history on us yeah i think that's probably a good idea yeah talk about you talk about me talk about how all this i mean we've kind of touched on it a little bit and yeah. i think that's going to be that's going to be the normal it's like hey we're going to touch on things but we're never really going to get into a lot of detail unless we really try we probably should create an outline of things that we want to talk about. Yeah, and then maybe I'll go through this recording here, and I'll make points of things that we mentioned and didn't, didn't go back to. All, all the threads we left hanging when we, yeah. when we switched gears. Yeah, no, for sure. Jump tracks. Well, I think that's, yeah. Because what's our time limit? Right? How much time we got right now? Um, I'm going to guess around 30 minutes. Let's see. 40 minutes. That's not too bad. No. Because if it gets to 45 minutes, right, you figure every five minutes there's a three-minute break. Do you know what I mean? Okay, yeah, yeah. So, or a two-minute break, that would be like for a commercial or something like that, that would put us at an hour. Yeah, yeah. So if we have 45 minutes literally of content yeah. in an audio format, even if there's some stuff that we got to chop up, there would be stuff that, like commercial stuff. Yeah, it's like... Um, you know, this, this session has been brought to you by Studio Udio. Oh, it is brought to you. It's brought to you by Studio. I mean, it's brought to you inside of Studio Udio. Yeah. yeah inside the studios of Studio Udio. Recorded live. Recorded live. Broadcast. In front, of, in front of no audience. In front of no audience. So, yeah, no. We don't need one. But then we can also figure out well, how we want to utilize the screen screen if we want to use it at all. Uh, well... Podcasting, there's no re- no no need for a green screen. There's no video. Right, we're not publishing a video on here. Oh well, this yes, well, well, I am going to make use of the video that we're taking. How are you gonna? If nothing else, what we can do is that we could take this uh, this video file. I could chop it up, and not that there's a lot of movement or anything like that, but no, but uh, your your audience just likes to see your face. I'm not doing a very good job showing it right now. This hat may not be a good idea. Uh, well, we'll add some lights. We'll add some underlights and take out that shadow. Yeah, that's okay. So yeah, it's gonna be like this is like the pilot episode, and then for the actual first first episode, well, my part will be recast by somebody else and. <laughs> And then, uh, why, would we, why would we do that? Well, we want you to be. Why would we want to do that? I, 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 that's just what happens, you know. It's you know, I'll, I'll be, uh, I'll be a, a, a female with a with a, a nice voice. I, I just, I honestly think we need to get you a butler outfit and have yeah. you dress like Cato. Cato, no, not a butler then. So just a, a black jacket. Yeah, 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 yeah. But isn't Cato a butler? He's kind of a a, a little bit of everything. Yeah, butler and chauffeur and kind of does it all. Yeah. Like, that's a Green Hornet reference for yeah. those that don't know. And he's uh, referring to Cato because I have a, I'm a, 
uh, an Asian American. Yes. With a n- not a really known birthday. Uh, yeah. Which is crazy. All right, Matt. What do you think? I think uh, I think we rambled on enough. Yeah, let's let's wrap it up and let's yeah. see what we can do. All let's right, see what this looks like on video and audio and so listen to it. I'll listen to it in the car. That's kind of what I want to do is listen to it and see how the I think sounds in the truck. That's where that's where it's going to be listened to at anyway. You know, cars and offices and gyms and wherever else you listen to podcasts. I don't know anything about listening to podcasts, so I don't know what people do with them. I yeah. guess we're gonna find out. Yeah. All right, All right, so let's clean it up. Yep. We don't care if you listen, but uh, if you did, I hope you enjoyed it. <laughs> Have a great day. <laughs>